You are now tuned in to the People's Podcast Show. Welcome, everyone, to episode uh, 40, 49 okay. of the People's Podcast. <laughs> I just said it and I couldn't say it again. Okay. Welcome, guys, to episode 49 of the People's Podcast. Hey, y'all. Hey, I'm you. your homegirl, Miss Asia Michelle. Hey, everyone, it's Amber Nicole here. And it's your boy HJ on the mic. And Ooh, we so lackluster this week. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Not lackluster. Oh wow. We have vocabulary words already. Mm. Um this is episode 49 of the People's Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in for yet another week. Last week's episode is up and running if you have not already noticed you should probably listen to it because it's pretty freaking cool um we just gonna go right into like the episode we're not even gonna play with y'all because we got things to do um first segment of every episode of the people's podcast is called happy hour happy hour is a time where we just sit around the table literally and have a little powwow catch up with each other see how our weeks have been see what's been going on if there's any news that we want to share with each other we just take that uh time during happy hour to shoot the shits so i'll ask my friends to raise their cups um with their rye whiskey and say cheers to you all cheers, cheers. cheers. it's such a great time um well i always look forward to thursdays because i always know if i don't laugh like or i don't smile at any point of my week i know that's gonna happen on thursday so again i'm just glad to be here who wants to start happy hour i guess i can go yep you sure can yo what's good what's your boy Again. Ooh, again. <laughs> so, um, my week has been good. Um, I have no complaints. Uh, I just feel like um, this week has been a very long weekend. I don't know why. Um, this week has been a very long weekend? No, no. I said this weekend. week has been a very long week. <laughs> and. Sorry, because I don't I know <laughs> that was why. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm on the side of the ground of the earth, and I'm wow. like happy. Well, but one good, one good thing that I can say about this week, um, I feel like my creativity is like so in full force. That is amazing. I don't like the the cards the. Everything has been in alignment, and I'm loving it. So what I can say is, like, yo, um, even the, despite it being long, mm-hmm. it has been a very, very creative week for myself. I'm happy to hear that. Yes. Cheers to that. Amber, how have you been? That was your whole happy hour? Um, I really don't know what I did this week. Oh, oh, yes, I did. I went to a haunted hayride. I'm sorry. Mm. My weekend, I went to a haunted hayride, which was very, very, uh, it was really scary. See, I um, told you. Like, honestly, like, I'm I'm not easily scared, but it was just like the fact that different things were coming out of places that you would have never expected to mm. come out of. And it was like, yo, what the heck? Like, it was like four different attractions. Um, we went to a haunted hayride. Um, we had to find our way out of a cornfield. Mm. 
Um, it was a haunted house and a haunted cave. Y'all did that in the dark, like at nighttime. Yes. Oh, I would have. <laughs> when I'm telling you, and it's like, what? Up. What? It could have been more scary if we had contact. Mm-hmm. If they could have touched us, mm-hmm. because I've been to haunted houses, whereas, mm-hmm. and I feel like my energy just went up. Mm-hmm. Um, That's good. I've been to haunted houses that they kidnap you, like from your group. And you really don't know because you really think that it's the person that you're with directing you through the, the haunted the house. Is the people. I know. But these people were scared, like yelling in your face. Like it was it was a fun time. Um, like it was a really good time. Um, Sunday. What did I do Sunday? Um, I went to the breast cancer walk in mm-hmm. the good old Hudson County mm-hmm. um, in Lincoln Park. It was a good time seeing a lot of people that haven't seen in a long time. Um, the Jersey City people are the same people. <laughs> they will never change. I Amen mean, to that. I mean, and that's a good thing because, yeah. you know, it's just like it, it's the fact that you can see someone that you haven't seen in years and then catch up as if you guys had never like left each other or you just saw each other yesterday but you know i had a good old time and then afterwards i went to the chateau of the mm-hmm. evans <laughs> the, 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 the evans chateau <laughs> um which was it was a good time good old time oh god it started out with a glass of wine and I ended up with one, so, I mean, it was a good old day. (laughs) (laughs) Not a good old day. But, yeah, I had a good old time and then went home and started my week. And that's it. Like, um, yeah, that's my happy hour. Thanks for um, letting, putting that battery or charging my battery, Amber, because I really forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Word. What's up? Um, So, my, uh, I don't really remember what I did Saturday. Uh. Thursday. You went to the 144. You went to the party. Oh, yes, I did. I did go to that party. It was not fun. Oh. Um, I got some cute pictures, but it wasn't fun. I'll be honest. Um, Sunday. Well, my niece was over. So, okay, rewind. So, Thursday, I mean, Friday, I got some good old crabs um, from a spot in Jersey City with my sis. Um, that's becoming like our thing to do. Like every time she comes over, like mm-hmm. she's like, "Do you want to go?" Like, sure. Um, so I did that Friday, and then Saturday is when we decided to go to this party that we thought would be dope, and it in fact was not. Mm. Um, Sunday was oh yeah, Sunday friends came over. Joe came over. Um, we watched some good. Uh, YouTube uh, series, not YouTube series, but shows on YouTube, and we had some good laughs and some good drinks and stuff like that. Um, then the work week started. I took a me day yesterday, and then got my phone fixed, which has been a long time coming. Um, that was like the highlight of my week, honestly, because I just cannot with my old phone anymore. Um, yeah, and then now we're here. We went out yesterday. Uh, Asia and I, we went to get some good old food at a bar in Jersey City. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then here we are again on another Thursday. So not too many exciting things, but I'm, I'm very happy to have my phone back because <laughs> God. We bike. Right. Didn't you right. say that? We, we bike. bike. <laughs> I'm like biking. Oh. 
right. Well, um, I always have to go on my camera roll to see exactly what happened. And um, it's not because, like, I'm, like, too intoxicated to ever remember. But, I mean, sometimes that's the case. But not not this time. It's just, like, so many things have happened since the last time we were here. Um, Friday, it was very chill. I needed to get my nails and feet done badly. So that's what I did after work. And then um, I went to a, a place that had a couple shalalas and ended up meeting my cousin there. We sat and talked and all that. Um, I've still been car shopping. Um, that that really is a trash experience. Like I don't like it. Tell it's, me about it. It's that not shit. fun. It's not fun at all. And it's so it's like to the point where I know I should be at a dealership or somewhere. And I'm like, man, I don't feel like doing that shit today. And I really should try to get that done within this week because I am paying for a rental now. So I need to. My last rental was free. This one I am paying. So I need to try to get on that. Um. So I did that on Saturday. Um. And along. With that, I uh, celebrated one of my very, very good friend's 30th birthday. He had a surprise birthday brunch. That was such a great time, and it just reminded me of, like, why I've been friends with these ghetto motherfuckers for so long, because oh. we just have such a great time together. And these are mostly my homeboys. Like, out of that group of friends, it's mostly guys, and then, like, it's me and my other my homegirl Leanne. Like but that's how we used to roll in high school. Like and it's, it was just like that. Like, you know, they was a funny niggas in school. So we was to always like cracking jokes and just doing ghetto stuff. So that was fun. Sunday I participated in the breast cancer walk. Um Sundays are days I spend with my homegirl Quanisha. So after that, we went to um, get some food. We we gathered a lot of food and went home and sat in front of the TV like we do on Sundays, watching TV, having a couple drinks, and just catching up on all our shows. Uh, I will note though that like I think sometimes when you commit to uh, watching a show with someone, whether it's a friend or significant other, like you really shouldn't cheat and watch the episode before you watch them with your partner because that's disrespectful. The other person could be watching them shows during the week too, but no, you they wait for you. So Quanisha's trash at that. So there's that. Um, the West, the rest of the week, Monday, I guess, I don't know. Um, Monday was fine. I went back to work. Oh, and shout out to my little brother, Jason. Oh, my God. It was his birthday on Monday. Um, he is 20 years old now. I think he's yeah, 20. He's 20. He's 20 years old. So, shout out to him, his fresh self. Um, yeah, nothing else went on during the week. I got to hung out, hang out with Amber yesterday. We had a good old laughing time. Um, so I enjoyed that. And now I'm here today with my friends, Amber and Joe, and we're doing the people's podcast show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So now we're going to get into, um, one of the regular segments that we do. You guys know that segment is called the socials. The socials is a segment to where we just catch up or catch you all up on the new celebrity gossip, television entertainment, and then like the stuff that you should really be paying attention to. Um, so we're going to go ahead and get right into it. Y'all know that I'm here to bring you the bullshit that you really shouldn't pay attention to because it's just a distraction from what's really going on. However, some of it's funny, some of it's juicy, 
let's just sip the tea so i'm gonna get right into some bullshit that i really don't care about but i just want y'all to know if y'all watch jersey shore um and have been apt to it you know ron had a baby mom who he had some type of like they just had a really bad relationship like he really didn't want to be with her she got pregnant very soon after they met each other so he just decided to do the right thing quote unquote However, they be beating each other up and stuff. So, <laughs> what? Shut <laughs> up, No, yeah, she's really aggressive, and he is too. Um, but in new news, in regards to Ronnie from Jersey Shore, Ronnie Ortez Magro is his name, uh, was tased and arrested oh, for alleged domestic violence and he has been hit with five different charges by the la city attorney for an incident that happened in october with his baby mama jen harley uh reported by tmz ronnie is facing one count of domestic violence one count of brandishing a weapon one count of child endangerment one count of resisting arrest and one count of uh for making criminal threats in early october ronnie and jen got into an argument at an airbnb they were renting in la um he allegedly slapped and punched jen who then went running out the house screaming for help police got multiple 911 calls and, <laughs> and they were then the calls were reporting the fact that jen was in distress and covered in bruises mm. once they got there they were forced to they were forced to break the door down and um it this was because the baby, an Airbnb, it was because oh. the baby was in there. And so she she felt like her baby might be in danger, so they broke the door down. Um, So, yeah, that's what's going on with that. Like like I said, like, mm, do we care? Not really, but it's just something to note. Like, y'all remember that this has been going on. Let me tell you about some other nonsense that's been going on. Apparently, um, y'all know how Kanye does these like Sunday services or whatever and it's become pretty popular and so an Atlanta pastor had decided to allow Kanye to come in you know do one of these pop-up singings at his church which is the new birth missionary baptist church in atlanta this is pastor jamal bryant was happy to have kanye to come and do that because he it was a mega church and he's like a progressive pastor so he thought it was a good idea uh, so following the sunday service kanye sent a donation to the church um which <laughs> Pastor Bryant shit with the congregation with him being a mega church um, and the amount of money being withheld the pastor decided that he didn't want to keep the money due to Kanye's support of Donald Trump Ooh. and I'm going to quote the pastor he says to say that you unashamedly support Donald Trump he called the mother continent Africa a collection of as shithole nations, I'll put in quote, but the pastor didn't say shit, I promise. Um, smacking, smacking the entire diaspora in the year of the anniversary of the year of the return. I don't align with the statements of Kanye West. I don't endorse it, nor do I subscribe to it. And I am not a runaway slave. To that end, Mr. West made a significant donation to New Birth Cathedral, but I do not want to be guilty of double speech. I met with my team today, and the donation that he made to our church, I am now redirecting. I'm going to be giving that donation to 
the Morris Brown College. But let me ask this. Hold up. Mm -hmm. That's like contradictory. So if you were going to do all of this, why even invite him? You knew he was everything that you said that he was. Then when he invited him in September, which it was before Kanye came back out with that rant that he just did, I feel like at Howard University Homecoming, Mm -hmm. where he was just ranting about... um, you know, black people being Republicans and how, like, that whole, like, we still enslaved and we doing this and black people that. I think it's, I, I, I gotta be sure, but this happened. He gave that money back after, you know, he saw what Kanye was still talking about. Because once Kanye been talking about Trump, right? Been saying that he supported Trump, blah, 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 blah. But that shit had, like, kind of not faded, but, like... Then he started doing Sunday service, and it seemed like it was such a, ooh, like a big, a good thing. So, like, let me have him come here and do this. And probably this pastor don't even know. He just really know, like, what's, what the temperature is like. But he know that Kanye is singing, oh, happy day to <laughs> Are You That Somebody by um, fucking Aaliyah. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, you know, that's why he's like, well, maybe, the, you know, the young people might like it. Let them come do it. However, that, that's, what, that's what happened. He, um... He ended up giving that money back. Mm. Um, well, redirected it, as he said. Um, there was more to that, but I'm not going to talk about it. I do want to give a quick shout-out to JT from the City Girls, who is officially out of pre- prison and already releasing new music. Mm-hmm. She released, on her first day out, a freestyle entitled First Day Out. <laughs> so check that out. It was mad cute to hear her voice again, you know, and you could tell that she was waiting to do that. So shout out to her. Um, I want to get into a, a little piece of juice. This is a juice. So get your cups ready because you want to sip a little bit for this one. Um, y'all remember... Oh, sorry. I'm getting a little congested if y'all heard that. Um, <laughs> I heard that. Y'all remember Pam from Total? Mm-hmm. Okay, and y'all know Centoya Brown, the young lady who was just released from prison after killing the man who was raping her and mistreating her for that many years, right? Um, she married, so Centoya married a man. This man just happens to be the ex-husband of Pam from Total. Oh, no. So Pam from Total uh, went on an interview. It looked like somebody's... Basement. Um, right. <laughs> I was like, somebody had a podcast in a basement somewhere. <laughs> And um, she accused him of physical and sexual abuse during their marriage. So the drama between Pam and her ex-husband, whose name is Jamie Long, who is now the husband of recently free Centoya Brown, again, just so y'all can follow along, that drama between Jamie and Pam keeps heating up. And the last um, piece of news we got about them, Pam is accusing Jamie of past abuse when they were married before. Um, earlier this month, uh, Centoya and Jamie had went on The Breakfast Club to promote Centoya's new book. And during the interview, the topic switched to Jamie's previous marriage to Pam and how he didn't appreciate her com- her comments in regards to her warning Centoya about what type of person Jamie really is. So fast forward almost a week later, now Pam is coming back at Jamie and giving out some very serious accusations about what went on during their marriage. Whew. And the most, oh, this is her podcast. Well, it looked terrible. Um, 
So this is her podcast. It's called Pam's World, right? Oh, no. Right. She revealed the details. Let me not. I'm, nah, I'm gonna keep that. That should look dumb. She revealed the details of their marriage, specifically accusing him of abusing her sexually and physically while they was married. She said this. I'm quoting Pam now. Jamie, you know that you are nasty. Oh. You know that you are nasty. Not just to me, but you've been nasty to your mother. You've been nasty to your sister, to your brother, to your family. I've seen it. They see it, but they don't speak up. The same Jamie Long that said that he loved me, but the same Jamie Long that flew me across the bed at Kima's house. At Kima's house? (laughs) Yeah, at Kima's house. How about the man that forces himself on women? Do you remember that night? Hold up. Hmm. I feel some type of way about Pam because, like, this is a different way. Like, now he's in the, like, I do agree that Jamie shouldn't have blasted, put himself out there like that talking about her. Mm -hmm. But what he shouldn't, what she should have did was if she felt like she was trying to warn Centoya, bring her to the side. Right, you ain't had to do it on social right, media, right. under comments and stuff. You like ain't have that. to do it in your basement either. Ooh, right, it was. It did not look good. <laughs> but um, yeah. So quickly, quickly. Um, if y'all don't know, spoiler alert: Jesse Williams is gonna be on Power playing Keisha's locked up baby father. I'm gonna leave it there. Next, um, Lamar Odom. Has not, uh, he's been doing, uh, interv- not interviews. He's actually, he was filming an episode of Uncensored. I believe that comes on TV one. Um, and he's being very open about how he overcame some of his greatest obstacles and how he's moving forward to living a better life. And he put us onto some shit that I was not aware of. And I kind of, when I first heard him talk about it, when I heard the, uh, audio. I thought he was lying, but if you're gonna air this on TV, I mean, you still could be lying, but this some heavy shit to say. Anyway, in an interview with TV One for Unsister, he sits down to talk about everything from his children, his basketball career, his relationship with Taraji P. Henson. Yes, you read it right. You heard it right. If you read it earlier, Taraji P. Henson dated Lamar Odom. Should that be far fetched? Maybe not. You know, famous people run into you, into each other all the time. However, he goes on to talk about his relationship with Taraji and how nobody really knew because shortly after him dating Taraji, he um, started his relationship with Khloe Kardashian and that overshadowed the one he had with Taraji. <laughs> Listen, I didn't like how all of this was being said and I probably should have bring this up for a later topic, but... Um, Lamar admits that Taraji held a special place in his life and taught him many life lessons. He also play, he also says that his relationship with her was the most significant relationship, I'm quoting now, the most significant relationship as a grown-up that I had had with a black woman. Lamar speaks of Taraji so eloquently, and he's making sure to mention how much he appreciates her for all she taught him and the experiences they had together. He also says Taraji was the inspiration behind one of his biggest wins in his career. He said, I used to carry her picture on the road with me. She gave me inspiration. She's a black woman who's just as good at her craft as I 
am at mine. <sighs> like, did you, like, did any of y'all pick up at the points where I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm just. <laughs> I'm trying to get the most significant relation relationship as a grown up that I had had with a black woman. Oof. I can't listen. I, your past, you. I don't know how you grew up, <laughs> so I can't. But I'm just saying, like, that says a lot about you. Mm-hmm. Secondly, she's a black woman. Who is just as good at her craft as I am at mine? As if black women ain't good at shit. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you talking about Lamar Odom? Yes. And then, then oh, but nobody knew because my relationship with Chloe. You know, that's when I met Chloe. No, he said that's when I fell in love with Chloe, and so that's why we ended. Oh, so he wasn't in love with Cookie. No. Not cookie. <laughs> all right. So I, that's all. That's all I'm gonna give y'all on that. If y'all didn't know, um, Monica is now divorced, but she won't really tell the real reason why she's divorced. But her and Shannon are divorced. Her name is no longer Monica. What Brown on Instagram is Monica Denise. So that's how y'all better address her out here in these streets. Hey, and let's not forget Lamar Odom was a crackhead. He was they a crackhead. They made some fucked up decisions. <laughs> he sure did. He was good at He crack. was because they found him in the bunny ranch or something. Anyway. That's not a bad decision. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard that shit is popping. <laughs> yeah. I heard that was actually a good time. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, that's it for the celebrity shit. What's up, Joe? You watch TV this week? You know, I was a little... Di- Last week, I was disappointed. This week, I was disappointed. Mm-hmm. I don't know what is worse. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like this week or last week right. so um i went into um the only i had like two or three shows that i watched this week mm-hmm. one was like a i was very disappointed in one and I'm, let's go with the disappointment first okay. um so as i told you on sunday i was um chilling with ams and we decided to watch <laughs> the real black China. Mm. <laughs> when I'm telling you Mm-mm. that that show is so disappointing. What is it? It's very disappointing because it's just like you get embarrassed when you watch it. Yes, like I kind I wondered, you know, the true. Deep down inside, the past <laughs> Joe wanted to learn more mm-hmm. because I'm like, this cannot be real. Mm. Like we start, we speak about a lot of times generational curses and when how things happen, and you can see like the fact that she disrespected her mother. She was picking up pineapples and throwing chairs at and, her mama, at her mother, and then her mother was was about looked like she was about to smack her best friend and her best friend disrespecting her mother it was a whole bunch of stuff and i'm sitting up here like this cannot be real life Mm. this cannot but one thing i can say that i can appreciate Mm -hmm. the storyline was like back to back so if i say i'm gonna talk to you right now Mm -hmm. i'm gonna come see you and i got the same clothes on and it's the very (laughs) same day it could be it could be right right hence the ray j hat right just switching 
in the midst of conversation. Right. So, I mean, like, I can appreciate that, but I don't know if it's because they didn't have a lot of um, money to, like, change their clothes or whatnot. But I'm not one to talk about it, friend. But, like, I, I was like... She was the first episode, in, like she she's the first scene is her getting Botox mm. and her introducing her friend to like deteriorating her like jawline or something like that so it could be pointy or square or something like that. I'm sitting <laughs> up here like I don't understand what's going on, but I'm just happy that it's on a network that cannot be found mm. because <laughs> I I found it on a network. I didn't even find it on that network. I found it on something else. But I will not advertise that because, like, it's very contaminating to your brain cells. Um, that's one. Poison. So, American, all American was like it was very good. And I mean, all the, from all, all American, all to to the rest of my segments um, in this episode is gonna really flow into each other. This episode of All American is called um, Never No More. Mm-hmm. So last week we did speak about like different issues that Layla was having because um, her father was. Um, not there um, we find out in this episode that she's now cutting herself mm. and she really doesn't want to be around anyone mm-hmm. um, is that a reality show or is it a sh- it's, it's a series yeah. it's oh, okay. a t- this is on season two we find out that she's cutting herself and she's really doing some things that um, she's doing out the ordinary so now and she's falling to like um, depression and not wanting to be around people and doing unusual things like wanting to have sex with her uh, her boyfriend in the classroom and different things like that. And Ooh. then the closing of this scene, um, uh, she says, get out of my car. Because when he wanted to talk about like being there for her, saying like, yo, I'm not going to leave you. That kind of triggered her and she just left. Mm-hmm. Um Another thing is between Spencer and Coach and his father. Um, one thing that I've really learned, um, and this was going to be one of my messages on um, my final thought, but mm-hmm. I have another final thought. Um, there's always a message in something. And one thing that I learned about this episode of All American is you never know how a person may be um, grew up. And I I took a page out of what Spencer's um I think his name is Dante. What Dante said on this episode was that um, he was forced to become an adult. Um, His mother said that she was better at being a a army vet than being a mother. So she was out to like she was deployed in a different country and he was left out Mm -hmm. to um, to venture for himself. This is why Spencer's father came back and brought him back to Crenshaw to play for him because he looked up to him. And one thing that he said to Spencer was like, yo, I had to become a man at an early age and I really didn't know how to be a son. No, he said, I I had to be a father at an early age mm-hmm. and I really didn't know how to be a son. So that kind of clicked in my head because it's just like, it's a lot of people out here that are going through different issues, black men, um, and we wonder why. And it's it's some of the situations aren't really justifiable, but it's the simple fact that some of them were forced to grow up at a young age and they didn't learn how to be emotional or tap into different things because they were forced to be adult or and take on that father role at a young age. And that could work the same way for for women as well, because like some women out here 
um, have to, are forced to be in that motherly roles and take care of their younger brothers and sisters at a young age. So it's just it kind of make me feel really good because it's just like, yo, you had at a different standpoint, like even though he came from Crenshaw and the um, coach's son came from Beverly Hills, they were still going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Unspite, despite like Spencer didn't have his mother, but this episode was really good. Um, I do um, recommend watching it, starting from season one. Um, it's starting to get good. I mean, this I, I like little things like this that can really teach me something in life, whereas I can pass it on to the next generation or somebody that really needs it. Mm-hmm. Let's go on. Like just like Asia said, this season, like I said last, I thought last this week was going to be the mid season finale of Empire. I mean, Power, but. It wasn't. It la- like last week was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, no. It didn't come on. It didn't come on. It didn't come on. Empire didn't come on. Power didn't come on. So I'm sitting at my TV because I was trying to download it and I couldn't find it. It so wasn't it didn't come on. It didn't come on. I was like Saturday at one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, what is going on, stars? It didn't come on. So um, I did a little spinoff because it's just like, I'm like, I, there's nothing for me to report on the, the, the shows that everybody want to watch. So let's put it this way. I just came up with a little question. We're going to give it like uh, a minute and a half. Who do you think is worse? Tasha or Cookie? And being like scandalous in their ways, in their infidelity. Mm. Who do you think is worse? Ghosts or Lucius? Mm. So Tommy I mean, not Tommy. Ghost or Lucius versus Tasha versus Cookie. Who's worse? Well, when it comes to Ghost and Lucius, I don't really have to think too far. I think Ghost is worse. Okay. Um, Actually, yeah, I think Ghost is worse because... Ghost plays a lot, a, a big part into his demise. You know, like as to what has been happening in the show. It's because he's so dumb and in love that he not, he, he wasn't concentrating on the operation the way that he needed to. So now things just slowly but surely been fucking up. His relationship with Tommy is fucked up. And, you know, now he don't have his family no more. Now his son out here being stupid. Lucius, however, people don't like Lucius. But Lucius, like, when, this, when something go down Lucius just make sure it get taken care of you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. business still business Empire is still gonna be Empire they gonna they got when they got Empire back they did what they had to do it's just like he took care of business like you don't gotta like me but I gotta make sure that this shit keep going for him and his family even though his sons didn't like him for a point but he had to do what he had to do because he saw the bigger picture so that's why I see there as far as Keisha and Tasha no Tasha and Cookie I mean Tasha and Cookie now, no, Tasha and Cookie or Keisha and Cookie? Tasha. Tasha. Tasha and Cookie. I don't know. I think because I haven't really been watching this season of Empire, so I don't really know what's going on with Cookie. But I do think in that case, in this case, it has to be Tasha. From what I do know, Tasha's worse because I feel like. She another one that's drunken in love. Tasha. Mm-hmm. Okay. She so. she not she she probably is better than Ghost, but Tasha she she can't she don't have a good hold on things. Okay. She not solid. I like Cookie and Lucius. I mm-hmm. think they both more ride or die than mm-hmm. fucking the mother too. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> the mother too. They all over the place. Mm-hmm. Got it. Amber. Um, 
um, in terms of, I mean, I don't watch Empire like that, but from what I have watched, um, I think that Tasha is more vindictive. Um, Tasha is like, Tasha's more vindictive in terms of like she's willing to see him die. Like she's mm-hmm. willing to see Ghost die. Like it's really just rolls off her tongue. Like I told you not to kill him yet. She said that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Lu- Lucius and Ghost. Um, again, I don't really know much about Lucius, but I don't know. I feel like they both make stupid ass decisions. Um, I'll say Lucius. Only because, like, from again, from what I've watched of that show, maybe it's because Empire is way more dramatic than Power. But, like, you know, the whole press, didn't he have, like, a prosthetic leg? And, yeah. like, <laughs> now he got dreads. And, like, it's just too <laughs> much character development. Like, at least Ghost, like, Ghost, I is not, I never believed that Ghost was done with the drug game. Um, I never believed that he, you know, he wouldn't find his way back into the streets and killing motherfuckers again. So... I would say Lucius just because it's he got he just got a little too much going on for me. Got it. Okay, so um I would say between Tasha and Cookie, I would agree with you both. They both well Tasha is more so she's stupid because she's dumb she's dumbing in love. Mm-hmm. Like Tasha, I feel like she was only in she's love with gold. Got lawyer. limit limited loyalty. Mm-hmm. Right. She was very a, limited loyalty. She was both Agreed. both couples got together at a young age. Mm-hmm. But Tasha felt like she was a gold digger because she was only in love with him with ghosts because of who he was, the status that he had, the money that he had. Nigga trying to go straight, got a new club, mm-hmm. like he trying right. to do big things the legal way and you could still live your life and the you fact want him to keep selling the drugs. fact that you can call him by his street name and not call him by his real name shows me that yo oh, you still stuck to the game that's deep uh-huh. i didn't even think about it like right that. like no time from episode one to what is this season what well, not season one to season six she's never called him by his real oh, name being was since in court or right yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Right, never. Mm-hmm. And the thing wow. about it is, like, I feel like the reason why Ghost, I do feel like Lucius is worse than Ghost, and we're going to wrap this up, but because Ghost, I feel like he is trying to be good. Mm. Yes, you may, he may have made stupid decisions, but the reason why he fell in love with Alan, Angela, because she saw him for who he was now. She didn't see him for what the person he was. She knew who he was in the past, mm-hmm. but she never called him Ghost. She saw him and she listened to what he said. Yeah. And because and she called him James. Right. Until she found out that he was Ghost. Right. <laughs> and I mean, Cookie, she good as ever because she a lot of her life was taken away from her. And 17. she man. She rolled she rolled that bid by herself mm-hmm. and still came out and still forgave him. Mm-hmm. So the fact that she's a ride or die and the reason why and Lucius sat out there and was still doing his thing like raising three boys and whatever whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that's bad. Mm-hmm. So 
um yeah on that godfather harlem was was really good um this this um episode and i'm so it sad because it's gonna be like episode five and i'm like I'm, I'm so sad i'm very upset that it may be the last episode i'm but, watching it all over again but this episode um we're introduced to cassius clay which we know is muhammad ali yes. um and we see how like the inner workings of the mob game and how um he, Bumpy was making his moves to make people happy. Like, just like um, Lucius, Bumpy was really trying to be faithful to to his wife. Mm-hmm. But he had the girl in the background like, yo, what's her name? Her name is, uh, I forget her name. A white lady? Yes, I forget her name. Um, Amy. Oh, okay. Amy yeah. was like, he was like, he's, no, no, that's not Amy. That's another that's girl. That's the other that's one. That's the white girl that's trying to be with the black man, and mm-hmm. then she bought the cookies to the house. And, yeah, <laughs> and the and mother slid the door off and then, But she ate the cookies later. Yeah. I hope she ain't poison her, put no shit She's in the like, shit. She's like, if there's anything them guineas is good at, they know they way around the oven. <laughs> right. So, I mean, it was a good episode. I mean, that, that taught me a lot about, like, how, like, you really got to fight for your fam. Mm-hmm. You got to fight for the whole t- home team. And even though somebody may take a loss, at least it's not your home team that's going to take a loss. So, yeah. I mean, like, I really did enjoy this episode of The Godfather. The ending of it, how Bumpy got it turned around and got that tape destroyed. Right. And then he ended up, like, uh, winning the fight. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what, like I, like I said, that, you take the win yeah. for the home team. team. You got to do what you, you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. Like, honestly, like... You got people, like I said, like, influence last week. Like, yo, you got to, you listen, you don't want to pitch the home team off. Mm-mm. You don't. But, you know, that's it. Like, hopefully next week the tube is going to be good. Um, I find myself, like, vent- venturing off to other other things. Let's see if that's going to make it to the tube. Mm. Um I've seen some series on YouTube that I'm very interested in, but I'm not going to premiere them until they kind of like spark my interest even more. But stay tuned to next week on the tube to see what's up. What's up? That's what's up. That was good. Mm -hmm, Amber, tell us the things that we really should post to know. (laughs) Um, Once again, here I come bearing bad news Uh and sad (laughs) shit. Um, So we're going to call my portion. Um, of the socials in other news mm-hmm. and I have just three stories today uh, only two are sad um, only two of one, the three one of them are I'm gonna say the, the kind of good one for life <laughs> um, so today was the funeral for Tatiana Jefferson if you guys have forgotten already shame on you mm-hmm. um, she is the young black woman who was shot by police in her Fort Worth home mm-hmm. um, her funeral arrangements um were you know well she she's she was laid to rest um today at 11 a.m um well noon our time at the concord church in dallas um among those arriving early were a couple dozen fort worth police officers who were actually um invited by the family um the officers were wearing light blue ribbon light blue light blue ribbons to honor um jeffress or tatiana um a judge however ruled that this week um so apparently there was like some rift within the jefferson family which i didn't know about because i guess this was never reported um so her father um and i think the rest of her family there was some type of like beef there um 
the way it, the way it's reported um, by CNN is that a judge, however, ruled this week that her father, Marquise Jefferson, had the authority to arrange her funeral and burial after the father sought a temporary restraining order saying that he would suffer, quote, immediate and irreparable injury if his daughter's aunt buried a Tatiana without his participation. So it mm. seems like her aunt was trying to get all this done and not involve her father in it. Mm. Um, despite the court battle, Marquise Jefferson has a good relationship with his daughter's mother and siblings who use the surname Carr, according to um, his spokesman, Bruce Carter. Um, quote, the Carr family is invited. There is room for them. They are more than welcome. They'll be respected. They'll be treated with dignity. And that's what should happen. That's what... Um, her father's Sad. spokesman said. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really unfortunate how death, you know, tends to bring so many problems um, for families. Mm-hmm. Um, former Fort Worth police officer Aaron Dean, who was one of the two policemen who responded to the neighbor's call to check on Jefferson's house, has been charged with murder. He has resigned from the force. Um, his attorney declined to comment on the case. Um, clearly, right, the shooting has left the community shaken. Um, and if again, if you don't know, she um, was playing video games with her nephew hmm. when the two officers arrived on October 12th. So rest in uh, eternal peace, Miss Atatiana. I think her nickname was Tay. Um, rest in peace to you, Black Queen. So unfortunate right. that that had to happen. Um, next, people in, can't even be in your own house. Yeah, yeah you yeah. can't even be in your own house. Add that to the list of things that Black people cannot do. There was a, uh, I saw a white lady, she was at a podium and she was speaking yes. to somebody about the same thing happening to her, mm-hmm. but nothing ever happened. Right. Sure. So it was like, and I think know, one of the we know how one, of, one of the things she said was like, my biggest fear was my dog. Mm-hmm. Like, like what a privilege to only be fearful about your dog. So, right. Um, and even more unfortunate news um i don't know if i don't think i spoke about this last week but i know i spoke about human trafficking and things Mm -hmm. like that um and i'm gonna make it my duty to speak about that as much as i can and have it in people's faces as much as it it needs to be because it it so easily goes by the wayside and i feel like we're being conditioned to like oh there's another missing person there's another missing girl there's another Mm -hmm. so um Unfortunately, there was a body that was found inside of a dumpster um, near Alabama's most populous city, and it was identified as three-year-old Camille Cupcake McKinney. Three. She was um, actually at a birthday party when she was abducted uh, over a week ago. Uh, Jefferson County Chief Deputy Coroner Bill Yates confirmed the positive identification in an initial report Wednesday, which stated that um, Camille's remains were discovered Tuesday at a landfill in Gartendale, a suburb of Birmingham, and the cause of date, I'm sorry, the cause and time of death has not yet been determined. Um, the landfill is not far from the public ho- public housing community where from where she was taken. Um, she was playing with other children at an outdoor birthday in the Birmingham, Birmingham neighborhood, um, and that's when she vanished, and it was a $28,000 reward that had been offered to actually um, find her. Um, I wanted to talk about this one. Uh, well, before I go on, um, it says here, um, hundreds of people gathered to honor her life, um, at a candlelight vigil, um, quote, a little innocent three-year-old girl was ripped from her family too soon and her absence, make no doubt about it, will leave a hole in our hearts. Camille McKinney, affectionately known as Cupcake, we will never forget her name. Um, 
a quote from, I think this is the chief. Yeah, the police chief said, um, 10 days ago, I feel we were a very different city. Maybe we were a little too carefree. Maybe there's more that we could have done to watch over this little child. But today we've come face to face with the hurt, the pain, and the loss of a beautiful little spirit. Let us not take the moment for granted. So I say all that to say, like, we, we, like, although, like, none of us have, you know, experienced something like this so closely, like, we have to be more cognizant of how, um, often this is happening. And just today, I, I introduced you guys to that lady, um, Tony Rivera, mm-hmm. and she, I told you guys I have, like, follow her on Instagram, mm-hmm. and she posted something today that I'm like, I gotta just say this on, on, on the show because you never know. Like, they're starting to add people on Snapchat um, through the search. So you could search locations on Snapchat and just randomly <laughs> add people. And some people add people on Snapchat so they could get their numbers up, mm-hmm. like the, their views and shit like that. That's a way that they're starting to take people. Um, oh. There was a guy in some i don't know what state this is in but basically it says child trafficking alert this man in goodwood chased after a girl as she left school she got home screamed and told her mother some guys who saw everything going down chased him beat him up um and I, i guess like in the back or the trunk of his car they found a book that was detailing how much he would get paid for each child according to age um, I don't know where this is at, but it says five hundred thousand per child. It's not in dollars though; it says oh. R, um, and and they and it must be a virgin. Also, in his car was clothing of other kids and a gun. And on his phone, they found pictures of children playing in the park and also on their school grounds. Wow! So you may not think people watching. You may not, and it's not just about children. Like it's us, it's grown women too. Like people are watching for people for women shopping alone, grocery shopping alone, because you got to put all the bags. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. little stuff that they do. And I used to see these things like going around Facebook, like oh, if you see a zip tie on your on your um car 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 mirror, don't take it off because or don't even worry about it until you get in your car and you gone. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or like if you if you park somewhere, um par- parallel park and it's or not parallel whatever like parking lot park Mm -hmm. and it's a car real close to your driver Mm -hmm. it's like no go in through the uh, it's like they they waiting for you to try and figure out how you gonna get in the car right like it's real wild shit that people do um to try to abduct women so that's crazy because i had to do that recently when i told you i was parked in the parking lot and by the light rail and somebody parked obnoxiously close to my car and i just was like I'm getting in on the passenger right. side. Like, I can't. I first that. of all, I'm too wide. I can't get in that shit. I That's what know. I'm saying. But it was just like, let me just go through the passenger side and get in my car. But yeah. that's terrible. It's really wild. So I just said all that to say, be very, you know, cautious and aware of your surroundings. Tell your friends where you are. Share your location with people if you mm-hmm. can. Um, it's rough out here. It's really fucked up the way all this shit is, like, getting more and more popular. Popular. Um, yeah, we can't let this shit just be Yeah, it, it can't. Like, like, it can't. Um, and my last story, apparently, um, there were some hiking people. People went hiking. Um, and thank God for the Apple Watch because they fell off of a cliff in New Jersey. And the impact, I guess, when you shake your, phone, your smartwatch or it gets hit hard enough, it sends a ping of your location to the police. 
and wow. that's how they were found. Really? Like, he was fucked up. Like, they fell off of a cliff. They're injured. Um, their names are James Prudenciano and Paige Peruso. Mm-hmm. Mm. We're hiking in Hartshorn Woods Park in the Atlantic Highlands last week when they got lost in the woods. They eventually tumbled down a steep, steep cliff as darkness set in. And the rest of my story is not on this page. But basically, they fell. Mm-hmm. Um, and Both they, of them know, fell? Yeah. Damn They it. both fell. And, and it was starting to get dark. So that's, I guess they missed, you know, they missed their, their footing. And because they watched hit so hard, because it wasn't like they said, okay, let me just send my location or something. Like there must be some safety thing in Apple Watch that pinged your location to the police and that's how they was found. Well. Wow. Right? So that means invest into a watch. I was like, I'm, let me get me an Apple Watch <laughs> because you never know. Okay. So, but that's it in other news. That's all I got for you guys today. Thank you for that, Amber. Thank you. Those are things that we really need to pay attention to. Um, I know you guys get to listen to, you know, me talk bullshit about what's going on with famous people. Joe is talking about what what we've been watching on television. But those other news, in other news, there are some things that we need to be paying attention to. So um, I'm glad that we got this little dynamic because I feel like we just cover a little bit of everything and that just make our show even more lit. And if you live in a busy life and you have a lot going on and you just need to catch everything at one time, then you need to be listening to the People's Podcast. I will say that. I will leave that there, but I'll probably repeat it again before the episode is over. You need to be listening to the People's Podcast. Um, (laughs) How However, it's the People's Podcast Show. Our next segment is called A Word on the Street. This is a segment given by none but the one and only Hollywood Joe. Take it away, Joe. Yes. (laughs) Today's word on the street is called is blame. Blame. Webster's Dictionary's definition of blame is Mm -hmm. assign responsibility for a fault or wrong. Mm. Urban Dictionary's definition is very funny. This is like I don't even know why what made me look into it, but Urban Dictionary's definition of blame Mm. is something which two humans do to one another in a painful procedure, which can result in unpleasantness. Use it in a sentence. Guy. O O M F G. I've never used O M F G. I probably used O M G, but O M F G. She blamed me for cheating on her. <laughs> that shit is crazy. Like what? But anyway, blame. Um, just like I was saying on um in my what's on the tube segment. Um I kind of learned a couple things from not only um, each episode that I watch and the questions that I asked on um, during that segment. But I also learned that there is like sometimes we as humans don't realize that we blame others for things that people have done in the past to us. Mm-hmm. And sometimes subconsciously the person that we're really blaming has nothing to do with it right and i just want to let you know that sometimes it's it's better for you to dig deep and to recognize that because Mm -hmm. the first sign of changing something is identifying and recognizing it um for example wale just identified and recognized that he was not having um 
that he didn't have that emotional love not love but that emotional he didn't he he didn't feel like he could give that that love to his um his daughter mm -hmm. and that was because his family never showed that love to him mm -hmm. his parents never gave that mm -hmm. so the first thing that he did was identify to it and he he was just like yo he gonna have to seek to make it happen because he wants to change it he wants to make make it better for not only his daughter but his future kids are potentially sure. gonna have some right. so it's just like you gotta identify it because like we got to realize that we're here to make make change. And in order to make change, we got to continue to identify different obstacles that are going to prevent us to getting to our final destination. So blame is a very strong word and it's just we need to we need to utilize our resources mm -hmm. to identify things that um, that we can find a solution to. So we, we may not realize that we're doing so, but we gotta we gotta listen to what we say to those. Cause I mean, we said something. I probably said something like two, three weeks ago about like how tongue the tongue is very powerful. We gotta really our, our mind is a very powerful thing as well. Because listen. Hmm. So today's word on the street is blame. And check yourself when you're blaming others for something that they have not even done. Hold so, yourself accountable. Hold yourself what accountable. What part did you play in that before you go blaming somebody, somebody else? Oh, ugly self. Uh -oh. <laughs> That's something my grandmother used to say. <laughs> like, after she said something, she would, oh, ugly self. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that word on the street, Joe. That was Thank good. You. That was good. Thank I'm going to... um bring you guys a segment about nothing this is the mental health segment of the podcast the mental wellness segment of the podcast um this week i want to talk about a little bit about uh, two things and i'm not even gonna go deep into it but i i had to make sure because all right when i came up with what i was going to talk about this week i already knew i wanted to talk about transformation and self-awareness and i had to figure out how i was going to make the two like because i know the two make sense together but i needed to make sure that i was presenting it well enough for you all so i have a couple points and i think i wrote them down in the order that i want to talk about them so a segment about nothing this week is a segment about transformation and self-awareness um, evolving and transformation are the results of being self-aware. Um, when you are aware of the whys and how, when you're going through your mental wellness journey and you're trying to figure out why things bother you or why you react to certain things the way that you do, um, that's self-awareness and that will then move you to a period of evolving and transformation self-awareness in my humble opinion is one of the most and i'm saying this because it is just my opinion but based on my experience self-awareness in my humble opinion is one of the most important characteristics to have and practice in life self-awareness and i mean that's in your professional life and that's in your personal life that's you operating in this world you need to be very self-aware mm. because there are so many things that are happening around you and you are going to react to those things these are outside forces that don't even know who you are care about who you are they are acting based off of their own self-awareness or lack thereof but you have to be very self-aware to know how to 
how to deal with those energies. Mm -hmm. So um, let me just go in through some signs to know that you're going through the transformation process. Um, number one, old patterns are no longer working for us. Things you used to do, you don't. People you spent time with, you won't. And it's just part of your transformation process. You're not going to do the things that you used to do anymore. That's like when the pastor said, you know, I don't go to places I used to go no more. I don't do the things I used to do. I mean, it's true. When you're starting to transform um, after you're going through therapy or maybe you're like just being very mindful of how you feel from day to day, old patterns will no longer work for you. For you. External structures and relationship will start to shift or fall fall away and that's another part of old patterns no longer working you will start to become uncomfortable and you will feel like your life doesn't fit you anymore that is a sign of transformation you will start to be uncomfortable and i always say it with uncomfortability comes through comes growth right that is a sign of transformation you are more aware of your energy and the energy of others and how it may and i went down a rabbit hole with this one i think Oh goodness. You are more aware of your energy and the energies of others and how it may affect you and other people. No, I didn't. All right. Um, so that's a sign of transformation. You're aware of your energy. You are aware of how if you walk into a certain space and your mood goes down or your energy shifts, you're more aware of that. Then you know how to operate in those certain circumstances. You start to constantly seek knowledge, growth, and expansion. When you are in a period of transformation, you want to know more about how you can continue to feel this way, how you can continue to grow. What do I need to know? I always tell people that emotional intelligence is a real thing. And a lot of people are not emotionally intelligent. Um, so when they get put in certain situations, they react a certain way because they're not in tune enough with their energies or you know the situation that they're in to know how to react differently um another sign that you know that you're going through the transformation process is that you start feeling more on the precipice of something big I like that word so you are at like you start looking at life you start to see the bigger picture and you start to feel like you have something to look forward to mm -hmm. it's like standing on a big cliff and then you just see all this land around you you see the possibilities you see the beauty of it all and that's a sign of transformation and that transformation as i said in the beginning is is a result of being self-aware self-awareness you so these are signs of not signs but these are things to keep in mind or that you might experience when you are self-aware observing your thoughts what you what you are thinking and how do you speak to yourself you are observing your thoughts what you're thinking and how you speak to yourself that is being self-aware you get curious about your reactions meaning why does this make me defensive what is the trigger trying to show me that's where i went down the rabbit hole right there okay getting curious about your reactions <laughs> Okay, that is being self-aware. Why did I act out like that? Why does this make me defensive? What is this trigger trying to show me rather than me accepting it as a trigger and living with it, making it an excuse to continue following the same patterns? Recognize your triggers. People will get a trigger, right, and be like, this triggers me. 
Why does that trigger you? What makes that a trigger for you? You need to, to unpack that rather than you just saying this triggers me so y'all better not do this or nobody better not say this to me because this is a trigger. You don't get to do that. So you need to start to unpack these feelings as to why you start to feel that way. And lastly, sit with yourself every day. In a period of self-awareness, you sit with yourself every day. You take time to yourself to acknowledge your thoughts, your feelings, and, and, and how your reactions, how things make you feel. And you can do that by journaling, take breathing exercises. Maybe you might work out a little bit. Maybe you might meditate. But I say evolving and transformation is a result of being aware. And I just want to implore you to live your most conscious life. And that is a segment about nothing. All right, man. That was a whole bunch of stuff in a <laughs> rabbit hole. Sorry. It's <laughs> one of my favorite segments, just for the record. Thank one of my you. favorite segments. Come on, Thank uh, you. Rabbit hole. I went down the rabbit hole. I was I was in there typing. I'm like, was a groundhog in there too? Yeah, he was. He went down there. I took him out of there. Oh, no. oh, so, so spring ain't gonna be coming a little faster. Mm-mm. Okay, gonna be a long way. <laughs> okay, so for this week's Amber's little gems, um, it was hard for me to come up with something to talk about because I don't always want to talk about like this stuff every week mm-hmm. um but i seen something today that was really inspiring and i'm like yeah this is this is good and it's a nice springboard and um it kind of ties into what y'all were talking about um so this week's amber's little gem um is about making the most use out of your mind power um, I don't know if you've ever heard the saying that we only use like ten percent of our brain mm-hmm. because if we were to use if we were to use our brains at its fullest capacity, it would be way too much stimulation. We would not be able to handle that. Mm. Um, I don't know how true or not that is, mm-hmm. but I wanna I wanna implore all of us to definitely attempt to use every nook and cranny of our minds. Um, not to sell ourselves short. Um, I saw this quote on um, someone's page that I follow and she had a really cool caption and it says, um, um, we're always eating, always and in all ways. Mm-hmm. Your mind is the most useful muscle that you need to build up to be an entrepreneur. And I'm gonna take that a step further and you know, just to be who you really think you are. Because a lot of us think that we're someone and we really not that person. Um, in terms of being an entrepreneur and being successful, and, you know, there was another quote I said that it was, I saw, and it was like, you know, every second that goes by that you don't have a side hustle is another is another second that you're allowing somebody to just take the rug from out of your feet. And it's like, nowadays, that shit is true. So... In terms of being an entrepreneur, a lot of people are looking into mul- these multiple streams of income. How am I going to create these multiple streams of income? Well, one thing that I always say is that your mindset is the number one thing you need to work on before you even think about becoming an entrepreneur. If your mindset is not in the right uh, space, then it's not the road that you want to travel down. So becoming 
a successful, or I'll just say working for yourself in any capacity, whether it's your side hustle, your main hustle, whatever it is, is not something you could read a book about. Um, it's not something that uh, you could just watch YouTube videos about and learn how to do. Um, you can't like just become all of a sudden like, oh, I'm around all these people that are entrepreneurs. I'm inspired now to become an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. That's not how it works. Um, it's totally like an inside job. And if your mind is telling you you can't do something, if you have doubts about something, if you're like, you know what, I do want to get into that market, but everybody doing that, then you won't ever do it, right? If you if you have not only doubts, but you self-sabotage, right? You won't ever become who you have the potential of becoming. Um, but if there's that golden moment where you actually do have the motivation and you do feel like, you know what, I, could, I think I could do this, you'll definitely be able to do it. But your mindset is where all that shit starts because the moment that doubt sets in, the moment that you sell yourself short, the moment that you compare your journey to someone else's, the moment that you are on the, on the start line and you somebody that's three quarters of the way there and you like, well, they are already there and I'm just starting out. So what's the point of me even start? I'll never get to where they at. Mm. The moment you start doing all that bullshit, you are already failing yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's why a lot of times, even in my own businesses, I have to take a step back and just like reevaluate because I find myself comparing like, damn, like what am I doing? Like what am I doing wrong? And why why is this and why is that? And it's like, no, it's not that. It's not this. Don't worry about her. Don't worry about him, right? It's all about the inside. If, if I am not my biggest motivator, if I stop looking for motivation in outside sources, then maybe I'll progress somewhere. And I, I say that to a lot of people because I know there's a lot of people out there. And it, again, I always say it's not just about becoming an entrepreneur. It's whatever the fuck it is that you want to do. Right. Once you start comparing and once you start doubting and once you really just allow yourself to not believe in yourself, you will never, you will never uh, succeed. You will never complete that task. Whatever it is that you're looking to do, you'll never do it because your mindset is not there and one more thing i'll say is mindset in terms of being an entrepreneur you got to have not only a tough skin but a tough mindset you have to be able to take l's in silence you have to be able to take l's publicly you have to be able to be your biggest cheerleader you have to be able to hold multiple positions so if there is anyone who ever listens to the show and is just even thinking about whatever it may be, whatever it may be that you're thinking about tapping into, please, please, please be sure to just check your mindset, check your state of mind to be sure that you're able to handle all that comes with not just starting a business, but becoming a real entrepreneur. Hallelujah. That was too loud. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. All right, y'all. So what we about to do now is that we about to get into a segment of the podcast where we play a game. Want to play a game? Amber is going to introduce this game to us because we probably have played something like it, but we never played it. So what's this game? Um... How, what's how, how much um how much, how much? We, got? <laughs> we got like 15 minutes okay mm-hmm. so i don't know if y'all want to promote the name of the game or we just got i mean we should since we're using their questions right right mm-hmm. so the name of the game is called truth or drink mm-hmm. um 
And Is everybody got something in their cups? <sighs> Joe already cheating. Go ahead. The basic rules <laughs> I'm are. I'm drinking air. You answer the question truthfully or you dodge the question by taking a drink. Uh-uh. The player who gets asked the question get no, yeah, the player who got asked the question gets to pick who answers the next one. Okay. So do y'all wanna play it that way? That yes. not everybody has to answer every question. Like you gotta pick who you 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 pick who you're asking the question to. You pick who to Okay. Because remember how we were playing it? I was asking everyone. Yeah. But we could play it this way or, or we could ask I like that way. So if you ask me the question You get to pick who answers next. You get to pick who you ask. You pick. You are answer. You are asking this the next question. Because mm-hmm. Asia never <laughs> wants to answer the question. <laughs> okay, so I'm going first. Yep. I guess because I got the phone right. All right. Ooh, chile. Ooh, Oh, this is good. Okay, so I am going to ask. <laughs> I'm gonna ask Asia. Good. She ain't here. So it's this. It says which player, but uh. I'll say which. Member of the People's Podcast is the worst drunk. <laughs> Amber. <laughs> Terrible. Hallelujah. Answer the question. Answer. Adrian. Like, why are you damn, she's not going to answer. Because you have yo, you think about what Amber drunk. You got, like, that shit just stressed me out right there. I needed to take a drink. You the worst child. They don't respect me. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. You just swipe. Oh, I just swipe over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You now if, if the question's trash, you could just keep swiping. Yeah, I'm not ans- I'm not asking that. Some of them is very spicy too. Yeah, one that <laughs> other one was. I'm like, that's that's nasty. <laughs> that's stupid. I'm not answering that. Oh, God. oh, okay. This question. Good job. You trying to look away so the teacher don't shoot. Honestly, <laughs> Damn, because <laughs> now I want to ask Amber this. What, oh God, come on! What's the most childish thing that you still do? Oh, that's um, I the most childish, ah. like childish thing. I'm interested. Um, so <laughs> my home is uh, what they call a ra- like a railroad home, like mm-hmm. like you know, it's a very long hallway. Y'all know my house and the mm-hmm. doors for the rooms and everything. Um, so if I'm like sleeping on my couch. And I wake up at 3.30 and I got to go use the bathroom, which is, like, in the back. Mm-hmm. I'm turning on every light. So, first, I turn on the living room light. Then, I turn on the dining room light. That is Then, childish. I turn on the hallway light. Then, I go to the bathroom, turn that light. So, then, you know, each time, each room I leave. So, I turn the bathroom light out. Boom. The hallway light on. I'm good. Turn that out. Boom. Dining room <laughs> light. So, I'm never in darkness. Like, I'm scared of the dark. So. <laughs> All right, so you can ask the next question. It gotta go to Joe, though. No, it does not. No, it goes. I'm very fond at learning you guys because this. Oh, we still got some time. This is fun. Mm -hmm. Joe, (laughs) punk ass. Right, he like. Um, nope, not me. I already answered. Oh, but I know the answer to this, so I'm not gonna ask it. You can ask it. I'm asking. Mm, I'm gonna ask Joe. Yeah, (laughs) Joe. What is the most annoying thing about me? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a long litany of things, but it's fine. You ready, A? <laughs> Let's go Let's and go get, get him. <laughs> Look for me. <laughs> if I don't show up next week to next week episode, you know they voted me off that <laughs> <laughs> Not off the island. <laughs> oh, 
Um, what's the most annoying thing about you? Yes. Uh, Not you got to think about it as long. Or are you trying to pick out the many things? You, when you are inebriated. See, it's you always are- when I'm drunk. You are very loud. I'm loud when I'm not inebriated. I'm gonna say she's loud all the time. Here you go. Okay, but that, what, was what? A, that was a decent one. She is extra loud, <laughs> and she don't like she don't care. Hold about on, because I asked no question. Sorry, Thank you. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. That wasn't my question. <laughs> Ooh. You better, you not, better not ask me. Way. Don't even come this way. Asia. Oh, that's not nice. Who in the room to you, to you, think has the least love making experience? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Chile. <laughs> Me. <laughs> you cheated. <laughs> I'm, 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 in I'm in the room. Cheated. Oh, right, you. You're next. I don't know what it is. Come on, friend. Let's go. I need some spicy questions, friend. To be asking Amber. (laughs) Right. Not to be asking you. Oh, shoot. Come on, friend. Ask something spicy. Um, Put a jalapeno in it. Why did I say justice? And that's like the, that's the first pack. They got like different packs, like, like different levels. And this is the easy, this is the free shit. Well, because mm. y'all are so. I, I have passed this Because question. most of the time y'all are so transparent, yeah. you got to dig deeper. Right. Those questions <laughs> ain't really. <laughs> really not nice. for y'all. So, yeah. You got to go I'll to ask, a, a high level. Exactly. <laughs> I passed this question some time ago, but I'm like, it's not up right now. It's not the question. But the question I'm going to ask Amber is um, how often do you masturbate? Oh, my God. Oh my we God. just did this on fucking Sunday. You're pulling this Not taking her cup so she can't drink. Uh-uh, <laughs> give me my cup because I'm definitely drinking. <laughs> oh, you can't. That was the spicy. On Sunday, we were in closed doors. Okay. And you were masturbating? Right. What time is it? <laughs> right, it's nine o'clock. Shit. Okay. Uh-oh. Okay. You know, give but me. But you ain't answer that question. Give me what you I got. Oh, a pork chop. Uh, I'm scared. No. You know this questions game. See, she gonna ask these questions. Cause y'all going there, I'm going there. Yeah. I mean, I had to. I was trying to look for something good. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Uh, I gotta ask Asia this question. I know. Yes. <clears throat> can you hear me? Can you can you hear me? Is this me? mic on? This Who in the room mm. do you think would like to make out with you? <laughs> what? Go for it. Give me my cup back. <laughs> I don't know. It's called truth in the truth. <laughs> Ain't that old drink in front of you. (laughs) Give me my drink, please. Girl, she's getting hot. Look at her. Okay, you get to ask now. Damn, Asia. I ain't about to get me out of here. Next time, y'all got to do shots. I know, right? right. That makes it because we already drinking. (laughs) 
No, I am going to <laughs> take an Uber home. <laughs> Excuse me, in life or just? Well, whatever. What well, how else should be sleeping with people? Right. Oh, in the afterlife. In your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you fantasize with some people sometimes. Right. Mm-hmm. Who do I most regret sleeping with? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I can send this episode to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they may already be listening. <laughs> um, I wouldn't even call it sleeping. Well, oh, not sleeping. Well. Well, so you got like fellatio from this person, and it was bad, and it was not good. It was, it was disappointing because I thought that the person was very experienced, mm. and they turned out to be a virgin. Mm. So, so sh- my hopes and dreams was like are mm. fading fast. <laughs> 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 you technically you didn't answer that question. Technically, okay. you're supposed to say a name. Right, that's mm-hmm. what makes it. Right, cool. I'm digging for dirt. He, but technically, he know. that's what the question is. So for. you either gonna drink, but that doesn't work if that person isn't in the room, or, mm-hmm. something like that. or we wouldn't know because it could be somebody that we don't know who they are. God damn! Don't they be checking the clock. Okay, this gonna be the last question because you know how we. Oh, I know Asia does this. What? Oh. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> <laughs> The question was, do you do you sleep naked? And I, I don't get in my bed with any clothes on ever. I don't like that. Is what if you got a sleepover? Well, then yeah. If somebody in my like, if a friend is over, then I gotta put some clothes on. Yeah. But I ain't got. I don't got no pants on. I don't sleep in pants. Girl, you, we got the same. Okay, thing. so we are gonna all ask this question. Let it be the last question. Mm. I'll answer the question first. What? What thing about you would be most disappointing for your parents to find out? Mm. Oh, I answered this on Sunday. I'm going to answer the same way. This for Amber? Okay. This for everybody. This for all of us. This what? And this be the last one. Oh, my God. Um, Like I said, well, we played this game on Sunday. So, And on Sunday, I said that I wouldn't want my mom to know that I've tolerated as many fuckboys as I have. Uh-huh. Because I identify as a strong black woman mm-hmm. so yeah oh i said i was gonna answer you first sure did. um i don't even remember my answer on um sunday but um i really transparent moment i really don't have sex like that because i just i'm a i call myself a a, a germaphobe mm-hmm. and i really am afraid of the gift that keeps on giving or the gifts that Ooh. pass on shit and all that i'm a really afraid of that but i wouldn't i would be disappointed with my parents finding out how many people i had sex with even though it's not a lot of people it was like i wouldn't want them to know how many because they may not know so well my mother definitely Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So my answer was similar to that. Um, similar? Yeah. Like I wouldn't want I wouldn't want my parents to know that, but also how my attitude towards 
Hmm, how do I say this? I don't know. Like, I wouldn't want my mom to know my attitude towards, like, re- like relationships and, like, dealing with people and sex and stuff like that. Like, mm. I have some different types of outlooks on things that I'm sure my mother would be like, girl, you were not raised like that. But I'm just like, well, that's how I feel about it. So there's that. Um, I know that was very vague, but that's I fine. I couldn't really put it into words. It was the last question. It was the last question. All right, we got seven minutes for final thoughts. Final thoughts. All right. I uh, I have a final thought. I could go first. So um, I was writing out my final thought all day, and I finally got how how I wanted to word it. So here it goes. When you look in the mirror, you see insecurities, but others may see strength, ambition, and persistence. Amen. <clears throat> that was it? That was it. Oh, okay. Cool. I mean, and, and I really don't have to elaborate. Sure. Um, I mean, but, you really don't. I, I just didn't know yeah. that was... Okay, cool. I don't. So I don't need to set a timer. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, so I have um, two very quick final thoughts. Um, the first one is that every action has to have a return on investment for me. So everything that I do, anybody that I meet, anybody that I speak to, and every single action that I do needs to have a return on investing investment. How, what, and where I spend my time all has to benefit my forward motion. Um, and my second one is simply, excuse me, sometimes you don't get what you want because you deserve better. Amen. I'm trying to find uh, final thought. I didn't write one this week, so like my notes were bare of things that I probably said or I don't want to say. However, I do remember seeing a meme on Instagram that I thought was very nice um, and inspirational, and it, it was to the to the point of saying like like don't be afraid to start over again you're not starting from scratch you're starting from experience Hmm. and i think that's very important for people to know about you know when you go through something or say you end a relationship or say you you leave a job you're not starting over like some people like i don't i don't want to break up or i don't want to do this because i don't want to start over again no you're not starting over from scratch you're starting over from experience and that means that this time will be even better than before you do things differently so i think that you guys should appreciate that and that's my final thought. And uh, my final, final thought is that I want to thank you for tuning in to episode 49 of the People's Podcast Show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See you later, y'all. Bye. Bye. Peace out. See you next week.